Welcome to The Wrap, a Warren Averett podcast for business leaders designed to help you access vital business information and trends when you need it so you can listen, learn, and then get on with your day. Time is tight. That's why our advisors have wrapped up today's most timely topics into a podcast with actionable advice. Now, let's get down to business. Hey, Paul. Hey, Kim. How are you today? I'm good. Good to see you. It's good to see you. We're here for another podcast. I know. I'm excited. It's going to be a good conversation. This this topic today, I'm definitely not an expert in, so uh, I'm interested in hearing. The team that these two are on are the experts on this topic. That's right. It's, it's I'm gonna, glad that they know it. Yeah, it's going to change over the next three or four years, and so as long as we're keeping up with it, that's what's important. So today we have with us Kevin Wang and Dana Canterbury. So welcome, Kevin and Dana. Thank you. Glad to be here. Hi. We're really excited to have you guys here. I'm very excited to to be able to uh, talk about blockchain with you guys. Yeah. So Kevin is our director of innovation here at Warren Averitt, and he's leading a group of of individuals throughout the firm uh, kind of on our blockchain initiative. That's right. Uh, And kind kind of what is it, what's coming up, what are we doing, how are we preparing for it and how do we need companies to prepare for it is that is that correct that's right and um it's you know really really keeping up with what's going on in the industry or or with the technology today it's moving so fast the technology is just flying by and and really becoming mature at a at a quick rate and so um you know we thought it would be important to put together this task force just to really learn about it and then being able to apply it to our clients and and um, you know, keeping up with the keeping up with the uh, new developments is is almost a task on its own. So, uh, we're very excited to to lead this team, and uh, and Dana here is is a member on that team. So, so um, yes, Kevin and and our team of blockchain experts has been through an AICPA training um, where we spent time learning how this can apply within our industry, and then how we can help. Um, Understand and understanding the application of blockchain technology within our clients and, and within their industries. So before we get too far, let's just define blockchain. A lot sure. of people confuse it with Bitcoin. We know it's a little bit different, but talk to us about what, what blockchain is. And yeah, and layman's terms, if re- you don't mind, Kevin. Yep, that's one of the, uh, I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of, there's a lot of misconception out there with uh, Bitcoin and blockchain, and, and it's because it's it's such a new technology, and there's not really too much like it. Um, as far as defining it uh, in, w- let's say, one or two sentences, I would say it's almost a, a shared, um, like a secure ledger uh, that's that has transactions timestamped. So everything that's get, that gets onto this ledger is timestamped, and it's utilized to record. Um, a, a transfer of value between two or more parties. So, um, kind of by by definition, uh, you know, one company that has a blockchain without any other parties on it, uh, it may not make sense because it's it's kind of reliant on uh, multiple parties being on on this network, right? And so, um, very similar to the internet, if you think about it, if you had just one company on the internet without any other companies, well, it really doesn't doesn't do any good. So, having that network and having multiple parties um, uh, really really goes uh, a long way in, in blockchain. So I've heard that it's unhackable, and I'm 
just a little surprised by that and perplexed in this day and age that anything can be unhackable. And I think there's been a little bit of in the news that there were some breaches. So maybe you can elaborate on that a little bit. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, a lot of people say it's unhackable. I would I would argue against that. Uh, I don't think anything's ever completely unhackable. Um, but but the way um, blockchain, uh, the cryptography works and the encryption works, it is pretty close to, to unhackable. Now, I will preface this by saying the larger the blockchain network that you're talking about, the more um, unhackable it is, mm-hmm. I guess. So the, the hacks that you're, you're hearing about on the media, it's really hacks of third-party exchanges of the cryptocurrencies. So that's really outside of the technology. Um, There are, there have been a couple of uh, true blockchain hacks and they're they're called um, 51% attacks and that that gets a little detailed but um, as far as hacks goes it's it's been, uh, there's been very few of them. And the hacks are typically um, when someone steals a key and so um, it's actually outside of the blockchain technology. It's, it's they steal a key and then they're able to access right. the assets that a particular person. So we really <laughs> need to separate Bitcoin and blockchain. Blockchain is the technology that Bitcoin runs on. That's right. That's right. an accurate statement. Absolutely. And, and really, unfortunately, they, they, get, um, they get talked about interchangeably and they really shouldn't be. Um, it would almost be talking about... Uh, I make this comparison a lot when I talk about blockchain is the the difference between like the internet and email, right? Mm-hmm. And so I often say when you think about Bitcoin, it's almost like the email of internet. It's the first use case. It's a very good use case. Um, you know, we still use it today, but it's definitely not the only use case of blockchain. And so... Um, and I'm sure there's not a lot of those use cases out there, so I'm pretty sure it's we're, we're still early in the stage, but there's got to be somebody that's that's experimenting, that's innovating with how can I use blockchain to better my organization, to better my process, to better a community of organizations. Would that Absolutely. be correct? Absolutely. And, um, I think it, one example that I've heard in kind of industry-specific example would be in manufacturing and distribution, and I've heard it called a, a proof of process. And basically, you know, you can – trace an item all the way through the process from manufacturing to distribution and you can verify um, each single step that is taking place and that those steps can be um, those steps are are on the blockchain and everybody who has access can see um, where the transaction has gone so I think another example that they used was um, tracing an organic food item you know, to ver- so that people can verify that it's truly uh, organic. Yeah, that makes sense. So, and if there is a breakdown, if there is a breakdown in in any of that process, I can trace it back to where where did, where did the issue down. where did the issue happen? Right. Right? Exactly. Where did, where was the concern from? Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. So how about in accounting in general, how is blockchain being used? Really with blockchain and accounting, you're seeing um, a concept called triple entry accounting. Hmm. So where we've had dual entry accounting for hundreds of years now, sure. and it's, you know, it's worked and it, it, it keeps, um, you know, books balanced. Now you're really seeing um, a, a concept of a third entry 
being introduced. And and um, there's a company uh, called Consensus who has created an accounting platform just based on triple entry accounting. And so with that, um, you know, two two parties would continue to record a transaction that, like they would do on on a double entry accounting. But then each of the parties would record a third um, entry into the blockchain ledger, and so um, the 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 entry that that gets on the blockchain ledger is then verified by both parties, and thus the um, the shared ledger is also in balance. So, how will blockchain impact if I'm a business owner? Maybe I'm an entrepreneur that owns a, my own business. How will blockchain impact me and my business? I mean, I think there's there's potential in every industry um, for impact. And I think that it's a matter of um, going in and making sure that the, the cost of implementing a blockchain within a marketplace is, is going to be worth it. And so um, I would refer to a blockchain as a marketplace and it's it's if if I use an industry as an example like you would not want to go in and create your own blockchain as a company you would want to get everybody who's involved in your business your vendors your suppliers and then you would want to create the blockchain with with all of these different parties so that the efficiency is truly happening by having the blockchain and by having the information shared you know and, tr- and it's a trusted blockchain. So you, rather than picking up your phone and calling a supplier or a vendor, you know, you have this trusted blockchain that, you know, you can rely on that versus, you know, developing this trusted relationship with this person that could take forever. You know, you have this this technology that's telling you that the information can be trusted. Yeah, that makes a whole lot of yeah. sense. To and I will say, uh, just to kind of go back to the question, um, you know, you're seeing a lot of uh, larger Fortune 500 companies implement or you know devote uh, a good number of resources towards the technology, um, and, and that's it's similar to a lot of other emerging technologies where the the large companies that have the resources to devote are really doing a lot of the R and D, and then from there it will trickle down. And so, um, I know Dana mentioned earlier Walmart with their uh, their program. You know, it's projected that they're going to start. Um, basically making their suppliers get onto their blockchain in order to do business with them. And so from then that's how from there that's how it kind of trickles down and uh, gets to the kind of the all the way down to the mom and pop level. So if I'm talking to a company and they say, hey, we're, we're getting in on blockchain and the next question needs to be, well, whose blockchain are you getting in on or are you spending your own money on your own blockchain? Because it sounds like you're saying that's not what you want because if I've created this system, Nobody else can connect to it. I've just wasted my money. Right. 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 And my first question would almost be, you know, is blockchain the right, is it the solution that you're needing right. for the problem? You, you really need to analyze what the problem is first. And um, is it worth the cost? And is it worth mm-hmm. the cost? Right. Well, like all technologies, there's trailblazers, there's bleeding edge, there's kind of leading edge type folks. And uh, I, I would think this is one. I want the bigger folks to figure it out and then I'll just jump <laughs> on their train, spend a little bit less money than, than having to create my own. Sure. Yeah. And that leads to the next question of, you know, once this becomes mainstream, it'll be like a lot of technologies where we think, what in the world did we do before Mm -hmm. we had, you know, the internet or before we had paperless 
accounting systems and all those things, which seem just crazy. But the people that are entering the workforce today have no knowledge of a time where we weren't completely reliant on those technologies. So when blockchain becomes mainstream, how will things be different? So, um, you know, the main difference that I see is there's going to be a lot less uh, a lot less intermediaries. Um, I don't think they'll be completely eliminated, but the, the number of in, in, intermediaries and their role in kind of the whole process will be reduced. Um, so blockchain's often re- referred to as trustless uh, when, when, when people talk about blockchain, and that's, that's due to um, various parties being able to transact uh, almost without an intermediary. So if you think about party A um, purchasing let's say, a widget from party B, um, you know, with blockchain and with Bitcoin, there isn't a need for that, that third-party bank to, to settle that transaction between the two parties. Yeah, and with that, um, you know, with the elimination of intermediaries and the elimination of a reconciliation process, you're obviously going to see, you know, cost savings that come along with that, so potentially. Absolutely. So then that impacts accounting. I mean, right. we are we are a CPA firm and we do have expertise in accounting, so I could see that those types of reconciliations and yep. that kind of thing then go away. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But aren't you going to place more reliance on the controls at the beginning? Right? So the old adage garbage in garbage out. If I put garbage into the blockchain, it's still garbage. Correct. Right? So I've got to have better controls as a business on the front end to make sure that what's going into the blockchain is accurate because I won't have to do the reconciliation. That's right. So I, I'm going to have to, where I may have had controls across the entire process, I've got to beef up the controls at the beginning. And at be the end, guess. too. And, and at the end, right. Right, right. So the, the data coming in and the data going out, um, is they're going to be the weak points and the areas that, you know, malicious actors are going to are going to target is, is those points. They're not going to target the blockchain itself, but they're going to target the, the ins and outs. That makes sense. So what what is Warren Averett doing around this technology? How are we you responding know, to this? Warren Averett's really focusing on uh, education and education around uh, the technology in general, but also you know how it's going to impact our various industries. Um, and so you know we we're in a position where we obviously have clients in numerous different industries and so being able to understand how technology such as blockchain will impact those various industries um, is really important to us and yeah and just with education trying to stay on the forefront um, because of all of the information that's out there because this technology is changing so quickly as Kevin mentioned earlier so just making sure that you know we're keeping up with it and and staying on on the front front end of it it's kind of like people who, when the internet first came out, and businesses who said, well, I don't need a website. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. we can't even imagine there being a business Without. that doesn't have mm-hmm. a website. So I imagine that there will come a point where I'm a small business owner and I say, well, what do I need to know about blockchain and Bitcoin? But there will probably come a time where that will seem insane. That's right. To a business owner that they wouldn't They're have not on some. A blockchain. That's right. Right. Couldn't imagine if I had to go to work for a company, I always look at their website first. And if they don't have a website, I'm like, well, are they a real company? Mm-hmm. Right. But back in, you know, the 80s, there were a lot of companies who didn't know what a website was. That is an accurate statement. Right. Same thing with cell phones. At, that's when you use the yellow pages, right, mm-hmm. to that's figure right. out if they're a real company or not. Well, and that leads to the discussion of, you know, 
and we had this conversation other in other podcasts, but you know, where there are jobs and industries that become obsolete due to AI. And this is just another, you know, kind of angle on that of, you know, the yellow page, you mentioned the yellow page industry and that's pretty much obsolete yep. now. Talk about disruption. That's, that's right. Um, so this, that's another reason why businesses should be aware of this and learning about it is that it's some, you may not need it now, but there will come some time that you do. And our goal is to be the experts that weren't over it so that when that time comes, we've already got the awareness and knowledge and we can educate you as a client. That's right. Yep. And I think the hope is that, you know, it'll take away some of the mundane tasks and some of the back office operations um, and that, you know, professionals would be able to focus on, you know, some of the higher value add um, engagements versus some of the ticking and tying as we would refer to it in accounting. Right. So here on the wrap at the very end, we like to wrap it up in about 60 seconds. What do our listeners need to know about blockchain specifically as they kind of go forward without their throughout their business? Sure. Um, so if I, if I were to give one piece of advice, what I would say is don't get too bogged down in the details. Um, and, and again, uh, uh, comparing this to the internet, you know, the average user of the internet doesn't know what HTTP stands for or TCIP, TCP IP. That's a really good point. And so... Uh, really, you know, there's a lot of terminology and a lot of uh, high-level technology that goes in the blockchain, and 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 you know, um, the average user will not need to know how to will not need to know about those uh, to that level of of detail. Um, you know, I often get asked also, you know, where can I learn more about blockchain? I'm interested, and so typically. Um, you know, there, there are videos and courses and, and, and articles all over the Internet um, that will be able to help help in that endeavor. Um, you know, specific sites uh, include, you know, YouTube for videos, um, uh, Udemy, which is a, um, an educational, they have, they have educational courses on their website. They have, they have a blockchain kind of certification course that's very affordable. And then you know, Dana mentioned earlier the AACPA has has put out a blockchain certification for accountants and and finance professionals. That um, if you're if you're looking for more of a uh, a certificate type uh, type program, and and then lastly, if you're just looking to keep up with uh, the everyday ongoings of blockchain, I mentioned earlier how fast of a technology it is, and 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 so. Um, CoinDesk is actually a, a really good website that, that produces articles daily on various um, proof of concepts that companies are doing with, with blockchain and uh, any sort of development that, that comes out of blockchain technology, uh, CoinDesk will have you covered. That's awesome. Kim, it sounds like this is going to be a topic that's going to be season after season. We're just going to have to have a Let's have a blockchain update. I right? totally agree. Because yeah. it's going to change quicker than we can keep up with. And so... Um, we're definitely going to have to have y'all back to to talk a little bit more as as it changes, as society changes, as it relates to blockchain. And I'm glad that we have Kevin and Dana leading a team that's learning about all of this, and we can hear from them because it's definitely something we need to be experts at. And I'm glad to know that that you guys are leading the way in that. So thank you so much for being here. Thanks, today. guys. We thank appreciate you for it. Having us. And that's a wrap. If you're enjoying the podcast, please leave a review on your streaming platform. To check out more episodes, 
subscribe to our podcast series, or make a suggestion for other topics to cover, visit us at warrenaverett.com forward slash the wrap.